Hi, I'm Amy Lee. And I'm Kat. And you're listening to a very spooky episode of Not Watching Movies, a podcast where we review movies that we haven't seen, and in this case, a scary one. Ooh. Ah. So, Kat, what movie did we not watch this week? Well, this week we did not watch a terrifying second installment of that blood-curdling series of documentaries on witches. The follow-up to everybody's favourite scary documentary about three witches, Hocus Pocus. <gasps> it could only be one thing. It could only be... The Blair Witch Project. Oh. <laughs> like, like... Genuinely, when I was re- like reading all the trivia, I was kind of thinking, man, if I had watched this movie, like I think I'd probably be pretty scared. I think I would have thrown up. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but it was that fear or motion sickness. Oh, what was the other film that was like steady cam? Um, Cloverfield. Yeah, I had to leave the theater. Did you? Yeah, I mean, I Another, only left for like fifteen minutes. Another movie I haven't seen. It was like nauseating. But like, apparently Blair Witch was so bad that they would make people, if they like suffered from motion sickness, they would make them sit next to the aisle and just be like, don't throw up on people. I assumed that that was just fear. Why not? Yeah, sure. sure. Um, okay, so Kat, uh, why don't you read us what any random user on IMDb has described this film as? Yeah, well, this kind of coincides with the other thing is this is literally what I knew of the movie before reading about it, which is... Three film students vanish after travelling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend, leaving only their footage behind. Ooh. Yeah, be prepared for lots of sound effects, listener. This is like making that noise. I remember this movie coming out so vivid. I think I was like years seven or eight in school, in high school, like pretty young. So I didn't watch it. Because I was too young to watch it. Yeah, but... I think I was too young as well. I think I was just at the right age. I would have been in like year nine or ten or something. And I was just at the right age that I knew how easily scared I was. Mm. And opted not to see it. And yeah. I, I think technically we weren't allowed to see it yet at that age. But lots of people yeah. were seeing it anyway. It was like a 15 or maybe an 18. I don't know. It was so huge as a movie. It was so massive. And they did market it really well in that like... It was marketed to be that it was real, that this was real. I mean, as an adult, I know that's bullshit. But as an 11-year-old kid, be like, oh my God, it's like real footage. But you say as an adult, but apparently the mother of one of the actresses received like a ton of correspondence of people like offering their condolences about Mm. her missing daughter. But also we know that some people are stupid. Yeah, but they're also like smart enough to track down an actress's mom's real yeah. home address to send her mail. But the characters, the names of the characters were the names of the actors. So yeah. that was kind of misleading. But I mean, what are we talking about? No, it is, it's a documentary. Yeah, and the actors, sorry, the, the, the non-actors, the documentary stars. Are, Filmmakers. Sure, yeah. Were instructed not to make any public appearances yeah. ahead of time. So they yeah. had been like out of the public eye for like a year before that. Yeah. So I should really bring up the first installment of this documentary series, Hocus Pocus, is a film I have actually seen. I have not. Um, I've yeah, not seen that so, documentary. So I'm going to bring everyone up to speed. In preparation for this, I did watch the trailer on YouTube. Yeah. If you have not watched this documentary, I fully recommend it because it's awesome. So what we have is Salem, of course, because this is the centre of all witchy things. What happens there is, so three witch sisters, one of whom bears a striking resemblance to Bette Midler and another with an uncanny lookalike of Sarah Jessica Parker, 
and the nun from Sister Act, of course. So they are witches who were hung in the 1600s in Salem for being witches and sucking the life out of children because that's what witches do. Because, you know, to stay perpetually young, unattainable beauty standards for women have gone back into the 1600s. Who knew? But well, they at are... least they had the good sense to kind of say it's not possible unless <laughs> you know <laughs> you suck the life out of innocent children. But yeah, so they um they are brought back to life on uh, Halloween by a young boy trying to impress a young lady, and the documentary follows their quest to sort of uh, vanquish the evil sisters before that they can suck the life out of his young sister um, nicely helped by a talking cat called Beans oh there's a talking cat there is a talking cat uh, yeah whose sister was was a victim of theirs back in the 17th century it's really compelling documentary material and you know they really catch so much of it which is really quite incredible but what transpires after the end of the documentary is, is but you know at the end you know we think that they have been vanquished for good they're you know they turn to stone but actually it turns out uh, the sisters are trapped in this kind of quasi, you know, fourth dimension between sort of our world and sort of the afterlife. The fourth dimension. The f- yeah. Time. Yeah. So they're they're trapped there, and and what actually becomes known as the Blair Witch is these weird sort of happenings that happen around the area. That is, in fact, you know, the the sisters trying to break through back into this world. Excellent. Um, yeah. and, and how do they break back through? Well, this the thing is that they, they haven't yet, but they they, they, they find weak space weak spots between the weak spots, okay. Yeah, you know, between the planes. Sure, yeah. Um so they can come through but they can't exist fully in our side yet. So obviously the the documentary makers hear this, put two and two together and they go, Oh no, we didn't finish the job and, and they go off. Him. So what's our timeline between Hocus Pocus, the first documentary, and Blair Witch Project, the second documentary? Ten years. Ten years, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so ten years later, is it the same documentary filmmakers? No, it's film students whose um, desire to follow a, a career in film was heavily influenced by, you know, the, their watching of the Hocus Pocus documentary. And, you know, they put two and two together that actually the, the things that were happening, the Blair Witch striking resemblance to the you know the Salem witches fantastic um, yeah and so they decide to go off and and find out and make a documentary as part of their you know, film school project and yeah s- sadly disappeared never to be seen again but their footage was found and and put in sent into the cinema and I think you'll find it's really compelling viewing wow okay so walk me through how the film opens okay so this was kind of like at the start of sort of the digital age you know it's 99 they've got the you know now you've got access to to sort of portable cameras and things like that so they're all kind of you know filming each other getting really excited there's um Ooh. but there's you know um there's a lot of tension because they're not like the best of friends but they're really driven by they love a film and ambition so, so as know. you know, I was once a film student, and Excellent. that is a, not a dynamic that escapes me. Ah. Um, you know, in fact, you know, we would frequently, you know, just for the passion of a project, work together, mm-hmm. and then, you know, fight all the way through. Yeah. So just thought I'd add some <laughs> sound effects here. Hey! From there, they go into the woods, and they're obviously trying to, you know, they interview some... Uh, members of 
the area, get an idea for sort of these things that, you know, have been happening. And so what kind of things have been happening? So in my understanding, you know, like what were some of the things that were happening in Hocus Pocus, the first film? Young children were going missing. Okay, so are there young children going missing again? No, see, now they've, this is the thing, it's escalation. They've gone from, from sucking their life force to, you know, actually eating people. Oh, wow. Yeah. All apart from teeth and hair. Why not? I don't know, because that's all they find. It's all they find. By the way, if this podcast doesn't take off, I think you and I should start going on voice actor auditions. (laughs) Yeah, I really think that we, I've got special effects absolutely down. I've got like two voices I can do. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be in demand with versatility like that. I can do this one. Hey, how's it going? What's your second voice? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> All right, I lied. I lied. I've got a third. Hey, how's it uh, going? Uh, I have uh, a very specific uh, French accent, which is a Quebecois accent. So, uh, you know, for all of those uh, cartoons that you see that have Quebecois characters in them, <laughs> I think I have the market uh, cornered. That's really weird because that's exactly the the like the narrator's voice in this documentary. Right? Okay, so let me narrate it for you. Okay. Three uh, film students, uh, they go into the woods together. Uh, I can see that uh, one of them has got a backpack on. Uh, the other one is carrying a tent. And the third one has some food. Uh, so the three of them, uh, they go... Uh, oh, look, they are walking. Oh. <laughs> One of them is arguing with the other. And uh, I assume that there is actually very little actual dialogue in this film, that it is mostly just the narrator going, uh, describing step by step what they are doing. <laughs> well, yeah, and this... then the female character, she turns to one of the guys and she says, Hello, you're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I was unaware that this was a British film. It's, it's, it's not, but one of the uh, filmmakers is from the East End. Hello. <laughs> Oi, mate. <laughs> Sorry, that's my fourth voice. That's all I can say. <laughs> She's walking along eating jelly deals and pie and mash. But I come with my own sound effects. I can go, ooh. If the doorbell rings, ding dong. <laughs> Phone well, rings. Obviously, obviously <laughs> while, while, while camping in the forest, we're going to have great need for doorbells. <laughs> and phones. But creepy noises, absolutely. Okay, right. So they go off into the forest. What and but this is the thing is that like obviously there's gonna be because we we have a body count of three, so I'm, am I am I to assume that it is these three characters because I, I I know that they're interviewing other people I know there's like for example two fishermen do the fishermen die? They're fishermen. <laughs> Pretty sure I read that. Let me find it. Let me find. Oh it. no, I believe you. Um, no. Two fishermen were father and son-in-law. Sanchez and Merrick toyed with the idea that one of them was playing a prank on the kids like something out of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, 1969. They didn't follow through with it because it seemed cheesy reason for all the spooky going-ons. Cool. So there's some fishermen in it. No, they don't die. They don't die. Okay. Okay. Um, um, is this townsfolk? Do they die? Mm, who, di- who dies in this film? The, the, the three... The, the, the film students. The film are you, are students. Are you sure? Are, yes. I, no, yes. What yes. if I ask you like this, uh, are you sure? Yes. Okay. All right. So the three film students are dead. Um, what Not happens yet. next? We've just died. <laughs> Fuck. 
climactically die at the end. Oh, okay. But my problem is, is I don't know what happens between now and then. There's a lot of walking in the woods, maybe. Walking in the woods, I hear there's a lot of arguing. Yeah. Sexual Um, tension, maybe. Apparently, they didn't release all the documentary footage of one of the guys not getting along with her because they felt like, because she was actually kind of not getting along with both of them, that it seemed like they were ganging up on her. Yes. So the documentary (laughs) was filmed over six days. Um, but when they found said footage, it took eight months to edit. Yes. It's constant arguing. Well, this is the other thing as well, is that like, because obviously over time they had less and less food. So have you, have you been, have you been camping? I have been camping. Okay. So you can fill in the blanks by telling me what you do on a camping trip and let's just assume that they do it. Well, you set your tent up. Okay. Yeah. That, that, depending. So you've got a couple of options. You either yeah. have a more complicated tent with poles and all the rest of it. It takes a little bit longer to put put up. Yeah. But it's taken down relatively quickly. Or you can get a, a pop tent. Yeah. Which takes seconds to put up. Yeah. And then 45 fucking minutes to try and fold it back <laughs> into the bag. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. is like, so, so, but even with, like, the other one is you have to, like, roll it, like, so ridiculously tightly to get, get it back in the bag. They ever tried to get a sleep? No. Okay. They so tried to get a sleeping bag in the bag? Right. Oh, my God. Okay. As you know. I have survivalist training and I've been camping, um, you know, for up to 21 days at a time. But the one thing that you should never do is roll your sleeping bag to put it back in the bag. No, no, no. Squish. Yeah. And squish. That's easy. And squish. Yeah, but it's still, That's I mean, easy. it's still, it's, it's still time consuming. I mean, it's like you get an extra small bag with an extra large sleeping bag. Yeah, that's the point. Isn't this it? is the this is the highlight of the documentary, guys. Like the forty five minutes of watching them arguing over putting the tent up. Yeah. I mean, it's really when it, I go camping with dudes, I get mad if they pitch a tent wrong. You um, you really get. I think you really. <laughs> no, get you're an not going to acknowledge that. Hmm. You're not going to acknowledge my reference to men pitching tents now. Um. Uh, is it funny? Apparently <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. Really? When a man gets an erection while wearing clothes, it's like he's pitching a tent. Oh, okay. You're welcome, listeners. So, yeah. So, we've pitched our tent. They've had a fight. All the scary things happen at night. Obviously, it's Halloween. Yeah. Um, It happens at night. Ghosts sleep during the day. They're nocturnal. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Sure, why not? Okay. So, they've taken down their tent in the morning. Oh, no, no. Sorry. They've pitched a tent. Um, all sorts of scary uh, things. Have they of... cooked things like on a fire, like baked beans or? Oh, they've got one of these like pull out barbecue things. They're so good. You have like a barbecue grill, and it's like you can cook like proper food, and that you know like with the pull out sort of like yeah, yeah. on the end. Yeah. Like really, listeners, like if you go camping, you really need to get yourself one of those tent pitching and pulling things out. Great life. Excellent. You're so smart. Yeah, I am. You know. It. <laughs> I'm trying to like... talk camping here. I'm trying to talk serious, wholesome things. So, done that. Eventually, yeah. eventually, they tell some ghost stories around the fire. Well, no, this is the thing is, but they're searching for ghosts. They're makes, searching for ghosts. Make some s'mores. Do they have one of those like ghost Geiger counter things? Yeah, I don't know what they're called, but but they get lost, right? So they're heading for somewhere and they get lost in this this what is probably going to be it's in America, so a giant forest. We're gonna go in one of those. You know when like the camera goes up and pulls out and it's just like forest as far as the eye can see, and so they they yeah they get lost. And in the, the they're in the tent and there's a storm and they can hear something outside of the tent. Is there a bear? No. Damn it. It's a ghost. It's a fucking ghost story. It's oh, right. Sorry. Ghost. Sorry. You can go around to mundane everyday things, Amy. Good into the character. I, I'm slightly ghost. more scared of bears, but okay. 
This, is, this, is it a ghost this, bear? Is it this a- is a flesh-eating Sarah Jessica Parker ghost. So there's a horse. <laughs> <gasps> oh no! <laughs> we support other women against body shaming. I like Sarah Jessica Parker. I, I I am unfamiliar with her work, having neither seen Hocus Pocus nor Sex in the City. Seen Hocus Pocus. Uh, that's how I'm fully basing all of her career on my love of Hocus Pocus. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. By the way, I was really excited when you first told me about it. Mm-hmm. Because you said Sarah Jessica Parker. And in my head, I heard Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> oh my god. And I was super, super excited. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Woo! I okay. love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because she's so kooky and cool in like, the first couple of series. But then she gets so whiny and like, ah, I'm the chosen one. I'm the Slayer. Yeah, they the clearly way. had no idea that the series was going to go on for so long and they were yeah. just floundering for a bit. And she dies and she claws herself out of her uh, room. But the musical episode? Oh my god. Every single night, the same arrangement. I go out and fight the fight. I also love that Giles and their mum have sex. Who? Giles and, and Buffy's mum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. sex. Yeah. That's... So good. Who's the funny one now? That was supposed to be wholesome. The librarian and the mother. Giles, who wouldn't? Uh, What's wrong with you? Oh, don't tell me, Spike. No, gross. How do people who like really into? I don't know. Angel for the win. Angel for the win. Oh yeah, win. but he's also so fucking whiny. Yeah, he is. But when he shuts his mouth, God, is he sexy? He's very attractive, but also really whiny. I mean, like he could come over and be quiet with me <laughs> no, any no, no. day. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, like, soulless angel when he's, like, super oh, yeah. evil. I mean, like, that's uh. hot. Like, when he gets his soul and he's all like, oh, I'm just crushed with the moral quandary of all the people I've killed. And you're just like, oh, just get over it, angel. So I was pacing the other day talking to someone. Oh my god, is evil angel out in the woods. <gasps> Ooh, okay. But I was holding a pen, one of the ones, like, not a... <laughs> Get away from the movie, back to my story. Go on. <laughs> not a biro. So... <laughs> the inkgel ones with the pointy ends. And I, I was as I was talking, I was, like, kind of fiddling with the pen. And I made a point, and I accidentally stabbed myself in the hand with the pen um, because I thought the cap was on, and it wasn't. And there is a point of the story, I promise. I know that there aren't always. But the point is that... In that moment, I had this thought, you know, I mean, who among us has not watched, oh, shit, why did the series, the series just escape my, my... Being Sucky. Oh! Sucky. Feel. Oh. <laughs> I think I feel like he's going to come in and just look at me and go, Sucky. Um, uh, true blood. True blood. Okay. And there's that scene. Basically vampire porn. <laughs> where, where he bites her neck and it's super hot. The first time when she's just like, go for it. And I'm like, I just poked myself in the hand with a pen and that hurt like hell. And I'm not in the mood for anything now. (laughs) And I was just thinking about how much it would fucking hurt (laughs) to have someone biting your neck in that way. And it killed it for me. Anyways, that was the point of my story. I didn't say it was a good point. I just said there was a point. All I have to say is... Also a point on the pen. Elseed... Oh. oh, I know he's a werewolf in that, but he can bite me all he wants. Oh my! We can do a doggy God. style. I'm totally okay with that. Like he's super. Hard. I feel like 
we have really gotten very far away from our but ghost film. all Halloween themed yeah, stuff. Sure. Yeah. So it's all vampires and werewolves. Be very afraid, listener. Be very afraid. There might be more of this coming. Right, okay. So while the filmmakers are in the tent, Angel, Elseed, Bill and Sookie are all stalking through the forest. This is the sexiest stalking party I've ever heard of. Yeah, why are they stalking? Who are they stalking? Why are they in the Me, forest? Me, please. <laughs> Bill. Mm, not, Sam. I'm, I like Sam. Even though like he's a bit pathetic and I'm like, Sookie, I love you so much. Like, I get totally get why she doesn't go with him, but, like... And when he's a dog, he's a beagle. He's super cute. Yeah. He's like, super cute. Mm, but he's not there. Plus, I've always wanted a dog that could pick up after himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sam. Yeah. Turn back into a human and clean that up. <laughs> what do you think I am? But, yeah, no, Sam's not part of the... Because, you know, he's a beagle. He's yeah, by the part. way, unless we're talking Sam for su- from Supernatural... Mm. I just see Dean from Gilmore Girls and then it's just like whiny and annoying. So apparently, listener, we have seen quite a bit of stuff. It's just <laughs> none of them are films. <laughs> okay, no, so back to our movie. Because we're terrible sci-fi geeks. So everything so we, we've seen is really culty. So we've now filled um, the entire time that they've been in the woods with our own fantasies. Well, because I don't know if you know this, listeners, but if you go hiking and camping... Not a lot happens. Yeah, and so actually this rich fantasy world is pretty much what I've lived through when I've been camping, except that instead of thinking of super hot actors it's turning into vampires. food that you don't have. Yeah, I'm thinking about <laughs> my bed and my pillows and my food and a can of Diet Coke. All of those. So what's our denouement here? Right, okay, so it's nighttime. They are in the tent. There's a storm a raging and scary things are happening. Okay. What scary things are happening, Amy? <laughs> you get a letter from the government tax office. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that you owe more on your returns than what you've previously paid. That's pretty fucking scary. You get a spoiler from your favorite show where you find out that your favorite character is dead. Oh! That happened to me. No shit that happened to me. They killed my favorite character in my favorite show. And it was just awful. No spoilers for the listeners. Please. I won't. But I'm pretty guaranteed that they're not going to watch this show. Well, but... I mean, Matt, you're going to watch it? Let us know. <laughs> he doesn't like the first... Tweet us. Tweet us at uh, not watching pod. And uh, let us know if you plan on watching the show. And... <laughs> we'll not spoil it for you. But yeah, so spoilers of your favorite show. It's pretty scary. Show Jessica Parker outside your tent. It's pretty scary. I mean, really, anyone outside your tent. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we know that the girl in the film was terrified enough about sleeping with guys that, and this is a real fact, she brought a knife to sleep with her in the tent. Yeah. Well, the first thing she said when she got on, on I'm, gonna, I'm using air quotes here, on set, because obviously there's no, no set. No, to her audition. It was uh, the audition, like, yeah. is this a snuff film? Yeah. So she was super suspicious right from the off. I don't um, blame her. Apparently, Ghost Her has said it's really impacted her life. Because obviously she's dead because this was a documentary. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, so death obviously impacts your life a lot. It's Um, very, very hard to get a job if you're dead. I have a strict no ghost policy. Well, yeah, no, you have to be all inclusive. No discrimination. I'm sorry. If you've got unfinished business, that's not our business. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, listeners. No ghosts allowed. So Josh, Josh goes missing. They wake up one morning and Josh is like gone. So they have like a really bad night and then they all sort of manage to get to sleep. 
And the next morning, Josh is gone. By the way, this whole thing reminds me very much of when I was a little girl. Summer camp. So we have Cue a sad music. We have a slightly different tradition around summer camps uh, in Canada, particularly in Quebec. Well, it's because we don't have summer camps, so we have no tradition whatsoever. But continue. But we 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 tend to start going fairly young. Mm. So I started going for two weeks at a time at the age of six, which is very young to be away sleeping in the woods for two weeks. How spartan of you! It was a ton of fun, except at night. At night, you would get scared. At night. You would cry because you would miss home. I stayed going there for enough years that I was then one of the counselors who had to, like, spend their evenings comforting six-year-olds into sleep because they were terrified and alone at night at a camp in the woods. But I remember that our not-so-bright camp counselor decided to tell us about Marie Rouge or Bloody Mary. And I became terrified of looking into mirrors. And there was a crack in the mirror in our room. And someone had convinced us that that's how she was going to get through. Oh my And I could not sleep at night. I mean, it wasn't just the fact that my body had become essentially one giant mosquito bite. (laughs) And it wasn't the fact that a bath of calamine lotion wouldn't have solved that problem. It was also the fact that I was terrified that a scary witch would come out of my mirror and kill me in my sleep. Yeah, because that's pretty rational. Like, this is going to be completely spoiler-free, but, like, so when I was at uni, I was reading The Shining. Don't bother watching the movie if you want to be scared. Read it, because the two scariest bits in the book and not in the movie and they're terrifying and there's a bit that involves mirrors and I remember like because I remember in Friends where um, The Shining is the only book that Joey's ever read is that why he doesn't read anymore? he swaps with Rachel and he's reading Little Women and it's adorable and she's reading The Shining and they come in and she's like ah with like a, like a potato mash like ah and it is literally like that it's so scary like it's kind of well it's very Stephen King so kind of like understated scary but the thing with the mirror and I just came running out of my room and was like, someone needs to go into my room right now, take out the mirror and put it against the wall because I'm not going back in there. I am not in any way. And my, my mirror... So what is your what is your current flatmate feel about that? Well, no, this is like, <laughs> this, is, this is a long time ago. Like last week? <laughs> so my mirror stayed in my hallway for like two weeks because I was like, that's not coming in. That, there's no way it's coming into my room. So I'm, gi- I'm giving away a little behind the scenes here okay. for the podcast. But I, ju- I just had someone like our page. Okay. So she'll figure out how long it takes us to ah. publish this. But I'm going to say thanks, Emma. Hi. Emma and Matt. Uh, maybe uh, maybe the four of us can go for a pint sometime. <laughs> Be our own little fan club. But uh, I'm quite pleased. Uh, thank you for liking our page. Cool. Sorry. Back to the serious affair of... So they wake up in the morning and Josh is gone. Okay, uh, we need to wrap this up somewhat quickly. Yeah, okay, right. Josh is gone. Um, and while they're sort of looking for him, they find his teeth and hair. He's been eaten by Sarah Jessica Parker! Or, you know, he got a baseball to the face right after shaving his head. Baseball but eat him? <laughs> right in the teeth. Ah, okay. Uh, um, well, you hear about people waking up in bathtubs with, like, a missing kidney. Maybe this was for a hair transplant. Yeah. I mean, it's a basic Oh, that would be so scary. Corporation preying on campers and, like, feeding into some local myth of witches in order to, like, harvest their organs. Oh, my God, that's dark. Right? It's super dark. Mm. Right, so basically, well, this is the thing, is this is the beauty of it. Nobody knows what happens. All we know is what we have footage for, and then that's it. You know, like, there's something chasing them. 
and you know they were really scared and then there's no trace there is no trace their bodies have never been found their campsite was never found they never found their equipment they never found anything the witches eat tents too we don't know well, we can just assume that the Hocus Pocus witches are, um, you know, camping, <laughs> keeping dry from the elements on their next camping trip. It was a really good grill they had, you know. Those things are expensive. Do you think? Do you think Bette Midler can just walk into Home Depot and be like, "I would really like one of those, you know, camping grills, a little pull-out hub." Um, so this actually reminds me, the whole thing reminds me of the Date Love, and I'm probably super mispronouncing, uh, sorry, Diet Love Pass Incident. And I'm, again, for sure mispronouncing that. Not the word pass. I'm fairly confident on that one. Uh, incident, on the other hand. I'm very unsure about. Um, Do you mean incident? I mean, like, what? But it's, um, is the mysterious death of nine ski hikers in the northern Ural Mountains um, in 1959. <gasps> so they were all from the Ural Polytechnical Institute. Oh my god, I heard about uh, this. Yeah. Do, you, do you listen to Law? No. Oh my god, well I, I know what I'm going to talk about later. And so they tore their way out of their tents from the inside and they were not dressed for the sub-zero temperatures. Six of them died from hypothermia but others showed signs of physical trauma. There was a bunch of bodies that they found like because they camped in a clearing and when you go to the edge of the trees so they'd run away and they were all in like their underwear and their socks and stuff or like their pajamas and their socks so they just literally legged it out of their tent so it sounds really creepy but i actually just believe that it was probably something that they ate that kind of caused some kind of mass hysteria Mm. because a lot of the injuries i mean I have come, like, in my days of camping in wilderness, I have mm. gotten many, many injuries, including, you know, some broken bones and some concussions and some hypothermia and some sunstroke and some heat stroke. Yeah, guys, you should definitely try camping. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ton of fun, I swear. I've, I, very... I fully recommended it the other episode. Like, I think it's great. <coughs> I don't know how she comes. She obviously well, comes, like... Well, we've established so far that there's nothing to do. <laughs> That you can get severely injured, that you may meet some celebrities who are stalking you, <laughs> and that you're likely going to die. Be eaten by Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Only if you wear oat-flavored cologne. Uh, <laughs> by the way, okay. I, I've, 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 I sometimes saw it in posters for Sex in the City, but I just watched the trailer of Hocus Pocus, and she didn't seem horse-like in the least. She's pretty. Yeah, she is pretty. She has great style. She's married to Matthew Broderick, so that's cool. Bryce Bueller. I'm not sure why her spousal choice would make her more or less attractive, but let's go with it. Okay, so uh, let's wrap up this movie. <laughs> uh, everyone dies. Everyone we dies. We don't really know what happens. It's scary. There may or may not be a witch. It may or may not be Angel. It may or may not be Bill. Well, we well, well right, okay. We can, we can definitely rule out Bill and Angel because they would just suck the blood from them and you would find their bodies. We can definitely rule out Elseed because he would rip them into shreds. There would just be a bloody mass of corpse. What if they converted them? Oh! Mm. And they, what, what What town is True Blood in? I don't know. Oh my god, so there's no witches at all. It's just the Bill sucking Elseed go on a day trip. <laughs> or like a holiday. They've gone on a camping oh, holiday. Oh, I would watch that buddy cop film. Oh my god. All right, so Bill, so this is what's happened, right? Bill, Sucky, and Elseed all go on a weird, like, threesome camping holiday mm. and run across these people and then, yeah, um, turn them into vampires and they all go live in wherever it is that they live in Sweet. True Blood, True Blood Town. Awesome.
I'm yeah. into it. Okay, so uh, how do you rate this movie? I thought it was pretty scary. I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, our movie is not that scary, but like, when I was reading the trivia, I think it would be pretty scary, which is probably why I'm not gonna watch it. So I'd probably give it like four and a half ghosts out of five. Okay, I'm gonna go. So that cool. Thanks. And um, in fact, for me, it brought me back to my camping days. It brought me back to my Bloody Mary days. And so the only rating I am going to give it is... <laughs> Pretty scary. Yeah. So it gets a soundbite as a review. Yeah. Um, would you recommend it? Yeah, I think I would. To the kind of person who likes doing that kind of thing. Like True Blood. Like True Blood, watch this movie. It'd be great. Yeah. I mean, if you're into it, go watch it. Yeah. You're not into it? Don't. I think I think The Blow, which is one of those those films where like if you know you're gonna if you know you like that kind of stuff, you've probably already seen it. And if you don't like that kind of stuff, then you're never gonna watch it. So Well yeah, and I, I feel like people have a pretty good sense about whether or not this is the kind of film they're gonna yeah. enjoy. So don't fucking ask me. <laughs> so would you recommend it? <laughs> you know what you like. <laughs> um You're a grown adult. Figure it out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, if you like scary movies, watch it. But then if you do, then you probably already watched it, so you don't need me to recommend it. So yeah. So what would you recommend this week? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, A friend of mine introduced me to a YouTube web series, which I'm sure many of our listeners will already be familiar with, including said listener who better be listening to this podcast. But you suck at cooking, and it is quite funny and really non sequitur and weird and bizarre, and I love it. Mm. Uh, my two favorite episodes are definitely, so far, I've only watched like a half dozen, are Cold Pressed Coffee and Grilled Cheese Sandwich. <laughs> grilled <laughs> Cheese Sandwich is brilliant. I showed it to Kat at the break. I liked the onion one. That was pretty fun. That's the one that kind of made it like a, a more famous channel. Oh, really? The breakout, but, but the actually, breakout episode. I was less interested in that one because actually all the other ones, even though he's goofing around and like being really weird about it, you're actually learning how to make something. Mm. And I already know how to cut onions because I once worked as a cook. I didn't realize that if you throw them at the wall like they did in the 1940s before knives had been invented. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. Um, okay. So what do you recommend this week? Okay, so it's it's conversely going to be another podcast. If you're like me, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts, like, a lot. Well, I say by a lot, about ten. And one of the ones I really like at the moment is Law. But I've learned, don't listen to it before you go to bed. Yeah, just like Stranger Things. There's... I can't watch it before bed. Oh, my God. I watched all of it in a row. Stranger Things is amazing. Um, no, but Law is, like, so it's super dark. And it's basically ghost stories. But Aaron Mankey, who's just got just the greatest voice... And just the way he his delivery is really like deadpan. Does but that mean he sounds like uh, like this? Uh, no, he does not sound like that anyway. I'm I'm pretty sure that you are finding me irresistible at this point. Uh, We're gonna try and wrap up this podcast as quickly as possible. Arr. So, uh, mm. um, yes. So no, yeah, no. Aaron Mankey, like, yeah, he he's he's a really great podcaster, and it's really dark. It's not scary, just like creepy. And that's where I heard about that story of the, the Russian sort of hikers because he sort of did an episode on that. So if you like creepy things, totally listen to that podcast. Like it's really, really good. They're like 20, 25 minutes. So like, I feel like I heard about it from a podcast too, but I feel like it was something like Stop Podcasting Yourself, which is also awesome. But they yeah. just like talk about kind of a lot of nonsense. Yeah. So I think it might have been there, but I'm yeah. not sure. Cool. So yeah, I think that brings us 
<laughs> Enzo random ramblings. We'll be back next time with another Halloween special. Ooh. Yes. I'm oh, sorry. That was a, an excited scare. Yeah. Con- considering two people who do not like scary movies, we're going to be doing another scary movie. Paranormal activity. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So another plot heavy story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah so get ready for a lot of uh, real plot review now uh, I have some pretty big news for you guys oh my god I'm so excited since our last two recordings of this podcast Kat and I have mildly gotten our shit together and we we know what the Facebook page is <laughs> we found it um, so we managed to find the page that we created Cat, go ahead you and, created go ahead and tell the users it's nothing to do with me you, you are head it. of social media <laughs> apparently look um, I do all the editing shit it so uh, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash no movies why in- is it not called not watching movies Amy <laughs> because Facebook apparently has banned the word watching. I tried to create all kinds of names that had the word watching in it. Like not watching pod would have been ideal, you know, for some consistency cross platform. (laughs) And it kept telling me, you've tried to use a banned word. And I was finally through process of elimination. That word was watching. Yes. (laughs) So So no movies. No movies. So that's us on Facebook. If you want to go on Twitter, we're at not underscore watching pod. And if you want to get us on the email, it's not watching movies at gmail.com. Excellent. So we hope to see you again next time and that we did not completely scare you off with this podcast. So have a good one. Bye. Bye.